You're listening to a bonus episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Enjoy. Hey, look! The area of the screen displays the appropriate item. It's a unique system. I know this. Dr. Grant's Okay, and welcome back to Jurassic Unicast. And I am speaking with Steve Hurrell and Tom Fisherden. And I'm joined with the developers of uh, Jurassic World Evolution, Michael Brooks and Johnny Watts. How are you doing, guys? Oh, we're doing great. Okay, so we're um, just going to have a little general chit-chat, really, just about how uh, the franchise has impacted your lives and um, how that love of the franchise you brought into uh, what you do now. So, where do we start? Where do we start? So, uh, from the beginning. From yeah. the beginning. <laughs> so, how old were you guys when you first... Um, Read the books or watched the films? Wow, so I've read the books probably in 91, something like that. So I would have been 20. Right, I think how old you are. Yeah, 20. <laughs> I'm showing your age now. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah my answer is similar to, 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 to Michael, but before the books, it was dinosaurs. That's why I read the books. Yeah. Dinosaurs since the age of three. Yeah, always is the case, isn't it? Like, we, um, being obviously being, being boys as well, like naturally, we, we're kind of just drawn to anything that can <laughs> eat and as hurt. And <laughs> <big>. <laughs> it's just a natural thing to do, isn't it? But um, I was obviously being obsessed with dinosaurs and still pretty much are, really, yeah. 30 years old. But um, you, know, you never really lose it, do you? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm so, uh, BBC did Walking with Dinosaurs, and that was pretty awesome. We'd seen Jurassic Park by then, and, and I think for me, that was the first time I'd seen on uh, on the screen dinosaurs as, as animals, as entities in their own right. Normally, you see them as sort of the the, the monster or the bad guy, yeah, you know, lamb for time, that kind of thing. Of course, yeah. But when they had the shot with uh, the brachiosaurus and the parasaurs by the lake, and that big majestic sweeping shot, that was yeah, it was the, they made them come across like a wildlife documentary rather than, oh, look, there's a thing we need to run from. What's yeah. been your uh, favourite, like, um, thing you remember, like, scene that you remember the most out of all the films? I think, Michael, but it's, it's the opening shots where yeah, you saw dinosaurs, but you saw them together. You saw the behaviours. They weren't just, you know, like a Triceratops or Tyrannosaurus Rex fighting in a Ray Harryhausen movie. They were living, breathing dinosaurs and all the biology behind it, which, talking earlier, as you know, I went and studied a, a zoology degree because I like dinosaurs yeah. so much. So, again, I had a similar experience to Michael, is that I saw the things that I dreamed about and the, the things that I had studied come to life. Yeah. So what would be your earliest Jurassic memory? Earliest Jurassic memory? Um, again, it's probably back from the childhood when I had the, the toy T-Rex and the Triceratops <laughs> and they were going at each other. I can do it much better in game now. So. <laughs> well, yeah. Mine Certainly looks better. Mine was reading the book and uh, just just double checking and cross referencing whether the genetics that uh, Michael Crichton was uh, <laughs> had, was was talking about was was plausible. So super nerdy, but yeah, that, that, that's, that's that's me. <laughs> I'm quite a fan of uh, a lot of his stuff simply because of that. He yes. does he covers technical subjects very well. Um, it, it it is, and and as I say, what do I like about Jurassic Park? It's the authenticity. The believability, and that's a watchword, or sorry, an ethos of what Frontier is about. 
we try and make games uh, which which are believable. So we do a space game where we model the Milky Way one to one. We do a coaster game where those coasters run on real physics. Yeah. We do a dinosaur game which is Jurassic science with Jurassic genetic modification. Yeah. See, obviously, back in the day when Jurassic Park came out, it was that that was we believed was, you know, the most accurate science at the time, weren't it? It wasn't until obviously after that you realised how genetically modified they, they are. Yes. How you can't it's almost what story it. works now, doesn't it? Yeah. Because they have mixed it with like sort of Rana, Rana DNA, the frog DNA. And uh, it's now that that's why they haven't got feathers. Or why they why they haven't got all the beautiful coloration and things like that which we now believe yeah. that yeah. they have. Just like in fact probably be Ridiculously hard to animate all the feathers <laughs> on, on a CGI dinosaur. It probably is a good way of cutting the corner. Back, isn't back it? then, uh, they wouldn't have had the technology to do it. Uh, in, in, in it really, yeah. yeah, but, um, but, but, but the, the game, is, the, well, the game that we're doing is authentic to yeah to to, to, to the film. To you the, know, everybody needs to franchise. Absolutely, yeah. the one that we fell in love with. I think even with advances in knowledge, there's still an expectation of what a dinosaur looks like. Yeah, when do you think of a Jurassic Park? Uh, sorry, a dinosaur. To me, I just think Jurassic Park design, like standard yeah. instant models. Yeah. So I don't, I don't picture, and I know probably a paleontologist would be like, "What are you doing?" But it's just how I've grown up. I've always the first image I have is a, is a Jurassic Park dinosaur. If I think of Velociraptor, or I think of Dilophosaurus, or anything. Well, it's, a, it's an interesting thing with the research into how feathers were they, and you know, in some cases there's evidence. Sometimes it's a little bit uh, sketchy. But also, it's not necessarily feathered in the sense that we would understand feathers up on birds. You have proto feathers. And yeah. All the other thing. So, in very few cases, can you sort of, with absolute certainty, say, okay, it would have feathers here or that? Because you get scale impressions and things like yeah, that as well. So, I mean, like with modern birds, those actually they have scales and they have feathers. It's just a differing degrees. I think it's interesting as well because, really, when you think about it, we're still learning things every day, new fossils. Our perceptions of what these creatures would actually look like is constantly. Well, what we'll be saying in another twenty years' time, yeah. you know, we'll, we, you know, we will have more information about what dinosaurs had feathers, what, what dinosaurs didn't have feathers, and all the different things in in, in, in between. Just the research alone, like what uh, Jack Horner did, on the, you know, the panel at Frontier, yeah, was, about the Triceratops. How interesting that was. That was a dream come true. Yeah, like how the yeah. uh, how the colour the form, how the colourful and the keratin oh, yes. all over its face would have been. Yes, it, was, it completely it was changes how you think of you know that animal, don't, doesn't it? Well, we just we um, um, tried to bring an element of that in with different uh, ceratopsids, um, and they have slightly different coloration depending on what they are. Um, it's very naturalistic. We've not gone sort of gaudy with it. Yeah, of course. Um, but it does give them a nice uh, individual flavour. And of course, with the genetic manipulation, you can change the colours of the dinosaurs as well, so you get different uh, looks to them. Yeah, um, trying to stay off of the Jurassic World evolution. No, yeah, that's fine. Uh, dangerous topics. I'm <laughs> actually going to jump in because as you yep. guys can probably tell, I'm a lot younger than these guys here. Thanks, so, John. Cheers, <laughs> mate. Appreciate yeah, that. That's probably insult <laughs> that, as I do. Um, so I was interested if either of you were ever fans of Primeval. Because that was kind of where I got my dinosaur started. So. I remember the name, but I can't. I can't it's a BBC series. Um, they did, a, I think, a series one. They had uh, Velociraptors in, didn't they? Series two. Series two, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, and they had, I remember they had a, 
there was an episode of Velociraptors, and they got they come through the anomaly thing. Yeah, they, it was in a shopping centre. Yeah, shopping mall. It's coming back and to that. Co- that concept was brilliant. Right. I, I, I have to confess, I don't think I've watched it. But the more recent stuff, like walking with dinosaurs and things like that. It's like blasphemy for some reason. Yeah. It's like his favourite. I, I, will, I, will, I, will, I will rectify that and I will. I will is happily it, send you the box set. Is, is, is it on Netflix? It's not. I think it might be. It doesn't need to be, though, does it? It definitely does, yeah. needs to be because yeah. I'd love to watch all them again because yeah. we'll, I haven't we'll, got them. We'll make a touch Other, we'll other streaming it. services are, are available. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's the subject of films? What's your top film? Of, um, so would it be Jurassic Park, Lost World, Jurassic Park Three? What's your list from top to worst? I say top to worst, but top to well, well I've not, I've enjoyed them all. So yes. I, I think least favourite is least possibly. Favorite. I think Jurassic Park's top for me. It was very fresh. It did something that hadn't been done before. Um, I would say Jurassic World next, which some people might find controversial. But I mean, the first time, the first time I watched it, I was kind of this isn't quite what I expected. But once I got into what was going on, and then the, the visuals on it are lovely, the sound is pretty fine. It's nice to see the promise yes. of what a Jurassic Park would look, look like. It had, you know, it, it had actually set out to be a theme park and was, and had these wonderful attractions. Hammond's dream, really. Yes. Yeah. It was. The, I, I did get a little bit sad watching Jurassic, um, Jurassic World because it was Hammond's dreams realised and then it had lapsed over 10 years' time, or whatever the timing was, or 15, mm. 20 years' time, and people were getting thinking the dinosaurs were stale. Yeah, and, yeah. That, and that saddened me, because I'd like to think that if you could clone a dinosaur and have a have a park full of them, that they'd, they'd be evergreen. Yeah. yeah, I'd see it every I'd go every every year. Yeah, yeah. so I was saying, so Michael, would you, would you want to go? Would you go in a heartbeat, or would you I'd, be a little bit sceptic? Knowing the history of the Jurassic. Yeah, why not? Yeah. You know, it's someone in a nice type thing. It's like if I could go up into space, I would like to yeah. shop, rather. Yeah. I always think of it as what better way to go if you're going to go than getting eaten by a dinosaur. <laughs> Not everyone <laughs> you can gotta say go, that. You gotta go, you gotta go. That's crazy. Yeah, my my favourite is definitely Jurassic Park. And then my second favourite is the first 75% of Lost World. I, I, I really, I, I actually yeah. like it. I, I'm a big fan of. of um, Roland Tembo. Yes. Yeah. Really, yeah. really am. I, I thought he had quite a lot. Obviously, being a zoologist, why would I like a big game hunter? But towards the end, he, he just understood what life actually meant, yeah. especially when AJ dies. And I thought that was very profound. Well, great enough time in the company of death. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're not a fan of the San Diego scene? Not so much, no. No. So you know, fact, this week, because I love that scene. And obviously, I don't, I'm not going to say you, you're not entitled to your opinion, of course. But I, I think. From my perspective, I don't know if it's because I'm a bit, uh, a little bit younger, but I just thought I've, I've never really seen uh, like the King Kong sort of stuff yeah. up until that point. So that, for yeah. me, that was fresh at the time, and I've ne- and sort of see the size and, dimension. Yeah, and, and yeah, for me, being a young boy at the time, I was how old was we? Eight, nine? Yeah. When it came out, I was that boy in the window. Yeah. Looking outside the window, it, it, seeing it, a T Rex in the back the cool, garden. The coolness of it. My, my thing is probably is the diversions from 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 the book really. Yeah, and, and, it did completely. It was completely different, wasn't it? But you know, when I say, do I not like it? No, I like it. I just you know, I'm I'm trying. To, you didn't you know, love it. No, not, it. Not, not not as much. You know, I, I thought they'd almost. If the film had ended a bit earlier, I think that it, it would have been very poignant. 
Yeah. I think you did have some of the more interesting characters, and I just hope Roman Roman Tempo. Yeah. And then had the sort of the activists. Uh, Nick Brown. Nick Brown. Oh, yeah. um, yes. Um, <laughs> it was good, but uh, again, I, you know, I, I really liked that that Jurassic World. I really liked the Low- Lowry. Thought he was pretty. Yeah, yeah, he, was, he, he was, was one brilliant. of us. Really. Yeah, he was yeah. absolutely yeah. one, one of, of us. One of you guys, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that was good. And then we're all agreeing on Jurassic Park 3 as the... That was with Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. Controversial. <laughs> that had some good moments in you know it. What? It did. It had some <laughs> of the best cinematography, I yeah. thought, of the whole lot. Yeah, absolutely. Like that, the... Um, Avery scene. Yeah, that's like, what I was going to say. It's, it's nice. What they sort of did was pull some of the references from the book which hadn't been made in the film. They... they the, the, in, in the previous films they put in and that Avery sequence with the you know the big sort of um, pterodactyls or pterodons or, or, or whatever was really good. Yeah, Johnny, you're 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 uh, kids of kind of Mister Generation there, aren't they? Because of the age that yeah. they were. Um, are they completely involved with Jurassic World franchise now, rather than the, the previous trilogy? They are trilogy? actually. Yeah, because I think the first film they saw was was went to see Jurassic World, and now they watched the others because of that. So it's quite interesting that they're sort of. Um, it's just it's just interesting it's how which film you see first colours your impressions of the others. Uh, Aliens is a good example. For yeah, me. I watched Aliens before Alien, and I think okay. Aliens is better than Alien. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I, mean, fair, I love the I film; it's brilliant. But in a way, I agree. Um, I think it has the same sort of uniqueness. Um, the first one has the same uniqueness as the Jurassic Park yeah. does. You know it. It's, it's a build-up, isn't it? You don't see anything for a while. It's kind of... I know it's a different director, but you know how Spielberg has a way of filming things you can't see yeah. to add the fear factor? With Alien, it was the same sort of thing, wasn't it? It was yeah. just the beep, and you could see where it was, but you'd know where it was. Well, that is still one of the scariest movies I've, I've seen. I, I, think, I mean, I'm, I love horror films, but Poltergeist, for me, is still... I think it has a creepiness to it. Where Tom was saying about how much younger he is than us, like your yeah. first experience was Jurassic World, wasn't it? So I yeah. haven't seen, just to clarify, all of the Alien films yet, yeah. and I haven't seen any of the Predator films yet. Right. No, Predator one. You've not watched the first Predator. Predator. Uh, I think we need to stop and put it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the ultimate action it movies is, ever. It is. Yeah, it is good. Film. It is very good. Um, Even for his age as well. The, the effects still are still pretty yeah. decent, aren't they? Don't talk about um, your first experience of Jurassic World. But that was it, wasn't it? I mean, you said Jurassic World was your first... Um... Oh, yeah, Jurassic World. Well, for me, it was interesting because, obviously, being so young, that was my first film I saw in the cinema oh, from okay. the franchise. And I think, for me, it was quite poignant because I saw the first three films and then I thought, oh, that's it, it's done, it's over, there's not going to be anything else to it. But actually, I think... In many ways, Jurassic World coming back has now given that experience to a new generation. Yes. Like you were saying, of course, mm-hmm. as well. So I feel like, I don't know, I'm potentially part of that generation, maybe just out of it, but I feel like there's now this whole new generation of younger people who are being exposed to the new side of the franchise, and then they're also getting to learn about <coughs> just how iconic those original films are as well, which is nice. It's very nice. So how much are you looking forward to Fallen Kingdom? Oh, honestly, I'm like... <laughs> See, now, me and Steve have been really strict, and we've only watched the first trailer and the first TV spot. Right. So there's been two since, and about 50 million I've TV spots. Everything. Yeah, so we've avoided everything like the plague, and it's been so difficult, because people's just video thumbnails on YouTube just spoil scenes for you, and you're just like, oh my goodness. 
it makes you even more curious seeing a certain picture. So you just yeah, want to be yeah. super fresh when you see yeah, it. See, now, with the last film, I had watched quite a lot of the TV. Well, I say I watched all the trailers and watched about four of the TV spots. Steve hadn't even seen the Indominus. So when he went in... My first saw, experience was when he broke out. I wish scene. I went into yeah. it like in retrospect, because yeah. I, don't, I don't want to say too much, because obviously you guys aren't watching that much of it so far. Yeah. But with the way everything's been approached, you do definitely get a kind of overview of where the film's heading. Uh, to an extent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. Obviously, I can't. I can't we're go into any detail we're, on that. But we're, we're professionals. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike's sitting over there as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we've, um, we've we've obviously it's been such a big build up. We've been following, doing the podcasting and um, doing the expo last year, and we've just been following everything related yeah. to Fallen Kingdom for so long. We even asked Jack Horner some questions. Yeah. Um, obviously, he was he could only say so much. As well, but he he was really excited about the film more so than um, he was Jurassic the World and any yeah. of the others. Like, wow. yeah, like he, uh, the thing that he loved the most obviously was the original T Rex. Yeah, working yeah. on that was that he said he couldn't believe how how good it was. Um, but with limited information that we had at the time, in reflection on what he said, he was talking about the Indoraptor, but wasn't saying what it was. Yeah. <laughs> he was saying there is like the new hybrid in it but and what it's capable and how good the story is going to be. Um, but I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they've gone uh, more the animatronics route as well this time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you can you can see the difference on that. I mean, CG's a fantastic technology um, but it only really works when you don't notice it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. The, the moment you spot it, it kind of breaks the illusion where with animatronics you don't have that quite that disconnect that nice lighting isn't it yeah. yeah and I think from an acting perspective as well there's nothing quite like someone actually acting with something physical like yeah. the example I always use is the original T-Rex where it actually malfunctioned and was genuinely fighting uh, yes, it was... for the Ford Explorer <laughs> you don't get acting like that without those effects and the amount of motion in the Apatosaurus scene yeah. Classic world, yeah you can see it which you can't really get with uh, following a tentacle round no no, no, I feel like they did very well with that with the running track in the original when they ran around, run, run away from the Gallimimus yeah. yeah just had like that vision didn't that was an amazing scene around. though that was a scene which which you know when you look back on it I still think it looks pretty pretty good but at the time when, when, when I saw it, it flawless at the time and this yeah. is back in like sort of the, the 90s it was incredible it yeah. really it really was amazing it was groundbreaking wasn't it yes yeah. so you see when I, I was six and I went and saw it with my auntie in the cinema and it absolutely petrified me, Jurassic Park. And it's weird because I grew up adoring the um, Land Before Time. It was, I had, you know, teddies, everything. I loved it. And what was the other one? Um, you got Barney as well, weren't you? <laughs> what was, what, there was another dinosaur. Um, it wasn't actually called Dinosaurs. Yeah, I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and um, the TV programme. Um, the men, you know, the guys in the suits. Oh, what was it? it was just called Dinosaurs. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> just called dinosaurs. They were like more, more cartoony, were they? Yeah, and, it was. Um, like, didn't he have to sit on an egg all the time or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and the little baby ones. Like, yeah. Like yeah. The mama. Oh yes, it's called yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, who was the, the the creator of that? Oh, I don't think I've even heard of it. Really? <laughs> oh, it's an American sitcom series. Right, brilliant. Yeah, I think I used to watch it with my kids. It was funny. Obviously, all of that. You, you, and then you go into Jurassic Park 
And then, uh, and then it absolutely scares the living daylights out of you. Yeah. Different experience that altogether, isn't it? But I had to walk out, I was uh, very sad. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, then you grow to love it, don't you? I think what I liked about it, and I think Park and World um, shared a similar thing, is the opening before it is very, it's full of wonder and majesty. Everything they've done is amazing. And then, of course, it flips and becomes very scary and very dangerous, and there's biting and bleeding and all kinds of things. But it's just that I think there's. I'm always amazed about how such creatures could have existed. Yeah. There's nothing alive now that comes close. No. Well, not on land. But did they have a John Williams score behind them? Oh, uh, see, that, that always <laughs> helps. Because just thinking back to your earlier question, you know, what do you, you know, what do you really like about it? Music is music incredible yeah. as well. Take the music out. And the audio of the T-Rex roar. So, I, yeah. I can, I've heard that 10,000 times now, probably, maybe even more. Yeah. Every time I hear it, I just, oh, that's a fantastic yeah. noise. Yeah. I wish I could make that noise. <laughs> that scares me, Mike. <laughs> Do you want to give it a go? Yeah, I'm not even going to try it now. Okay, so um, that's the end of the podcast. Yeah. Um, Twitter handles? Yeah, um, our Twitter handles are at Jurassic Unicast. And uh, we join with um, at Tom underscore Jurassic. And other words. Uh, at the cult of me. Yep. I just make computer games. I just use <laughs> social, social media. And obviously, don't forget to obviously follow anything that's Frontier for yeah, any, any updates. Is that right? And uh, at the Jurassic Park podcast, and that's where you will find everything Jurassic related in this episode. Yeah. So um, thank you very much, guys. Appreciate your time. Oh, thank you. That's brilliant talking to uh, you guys. Best of luck for the future of the podcast and uh, for the uh, game. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The game and uh, everything else. That's really nice. Your future project. I hope you enjoy it. Thank That's you. That's what we really hope. Hope you enjoy it. Thank, Thank you. Nice. You're hearing this. Make sure to visit com to find all our past episodes, brand new news articles, information on how to contact us, and much more. It's a great source for everything related to the podcast and, of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Anybody hear that? Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.